Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ani Kaizen, and you're listening to the Mosh Pit Podcast. Welcome to the Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard. Broken Romeo, Cobra Woman. It's a long way 
Welcome to the Mosh Pit. Hey. I've got a great, wonderful guest with me here today, actually live in studio, Anna. Ani. Ani. Ani Kaisen. I, I mess it up every time. <laughs> You're good. I mess it up every time. Everybody says Angie, so. <laughs> I mean, there's a J there, so. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how have you been? I've been really good. You know, I feel like, obviously for everyone in the music industry, the last two years were just a lot of, you know, <laughs> getting turned around, trying new things, figuring out how to just move mostly online with everything. So um, that's pretty cool because that's actually how you and I connected. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we've just been focusing more on our online presence and just dropped Blink. Nice. March 25th, yeah, really stoked to be um, promoting that single, you know, we've got a festival coming up this weekend that we're playing, Taste of the Town Festival. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we've been getting ready for that. Honestly, it's really nice to just be, like, out playing shows again, <laughs> promoting, yes. meeting people, like, yeah, enjoying oh. live music. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the weather's perfect for it right now, it is getting there. For sure, yeah. So, how bad was quarantine for you guys was it just like lockdown full or was it just hey i'm gonna focus on writing this is great i can leave leave everybody alone everybody can leave me alone yeah <laughs> i would say it was tough as a band just because like all of us were pretty hardcore quarantining just because a few of us have some family members who you know um are immunocompromised yep. so we were pretty much on full lockdown but i did take that opportunity to write and record about 20 different demos um, that I pitched to a management company out in the UK. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I would like to think I made pretty good use of that time, but I'm not going to lie. It was it was a minute where we were just like, we don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> like, that's, that's the worst part of it. It's like, all right, mm -hmm. okay, I'm, I'm done now. I need to get back out here. I have like a thousand songs that I can work. Yeah. <laughs> now I can play them. Exactly. <laughs> Writing songs in perpetuity, you know, like, is anyone going to hear these? Am I yeah, ever going to play these? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> store these in a vault somewhere. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so excited because you've got your new album. We've been playing your last couple of songs mm -hmm. and they've been really picking up traction for the mosh pit. Everybody loves them. Sweet. Thank so you. So I feel like Blink is going to do the same thing. Hell yeah. Um, so what is your plan? Are you planning on releasing a couple of EPs? Are you planning on just doing singles? What's your what's the end game that yeah. you're focused on? Well, right now we are just planning to do a couple singles. And part of that is just kind of building our fan base back up, you mm -hmm. know, because um, we did a full rebrand and then pandemic and everything. So I'm really focused on setting up a Patreon that we can have some sustainable income. Pretty and cool. the, then we have a budget to continue recording and releasing music. So we've got a couple singles coming up. Um, bit of a teaser. We did a really fun cover of an Evanescence song. Yeah. That, <laughs> that we pitched to a label out in Texas. So that should be coming out in the next month. Right, yeah. Cool. And then we recorded two more songs at LaGrange College a couple weeks ago. And we're going to be releasing those as singles, Never Coming Back and Chainlink Fence. Mm -hmm. um, and the end goal is to get to where... Um, the music is sustaining itself enough that we can release the EP and we can go ahead and start planning an album and everything. Um, just because we have a very high expectation of the quality of our music. I know mm -hmm. a lot of my friends are like, what, you have a home studio, just record everything and release it from there. And I'm like, I would love to do that. But also I want our drummer to be able to record the live drums. You know, I want 
all of it to have a certain quality, you know, just right. like personally. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. we're definitely going to need a budget um, to do all of that. Because, like, our drummer Nick is so good. He deserves to have his live drums recorded, you know. We yeah. could just, like, program everything, but... <laughs> yeah, what's the fun in that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome Mm -hmm. that is awesome glad to hear that um definitely looking forward because we know y'all are gonna send those to us we're gonna play them heck yes (laughs) love it you know just for my own ego i get to play good music (laughs) (laughs) yeah we will definitely send it all your way wes (laughs) thank you Mm -hmm. um so um you're in lagrange yes Mm -hmm. okay now the uh the event that's coming up this weekend is that lagrange noonan yeah that's in lagrange okay it's pretty fun. They shut down like a couple of streets and have a bunch of vendors outdoors and like food trucks. And they've got this big trailer stage that we bring in. So like we're going to be on that main stage from four o'clock to five o'clock. So we're pretty excited. Very awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is that Saturday? It's the Saturday, nice. mm-hmm. April okay. 9th. Yeah. Cool. We'll definitely plug that. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a free show. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. free. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Have you guys, have y'all played anything in Noonan since they had their tornado and built back up and all that? Or No, we haven't. I've been wanting to just because that's my hometown. Like, that's where I grew up. Um, yeah. And I actually did write a song about the tornado that mm-hmm. um, I haven't really shared yet. Oh, but cool. that's something I still really want to do and just go play a show in Noonan. Um, but I do have a lot of contacts and connections in Noonan and it's really good to like see them starting to pick back up mm-hmm. and start to do some of their own stuff again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, it was, it was pretty bad what happened, but mm-hmm. you know, they built back and it's super cool down there now. I mean, just, they've got a lot of stuff back and they've had a lot of support too. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That has been good to see. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what is, uh, what's on your plate for, you know, this year? What do you want to get done this summer? Yeah, great question. So this summer, (laughs) our goal is to hit up as many festivals as possible. So right now I am in the talks to get us on to AthFest and We Are the South and a couple other places. Um, I've got a friend, Akeem Martin, who's just an amazing promoter I love to work with. And Akeem is like, yeah, we'll get you set up. You know, we'll we'll get you on everything. So we're pretty stoked for that. Um, Obviously going to try to like release those songs we just talked about. Um honestly just really hang with the music community like people Mm -hmm. we haven't seen in literally years now (laughs) just meet up with everybody support other people's shows you know that kind of thing yeah very cool Mm -hmm. are there any coming up that you're excited to go to that you aren't playing yeah we're actually going to see lights she's a canadian artist (gasps) yes love her like on the 15th i think is Mm -hmm. that what it is yeah we're going to see her at the masquerade nice (laughs) yeah yeah she was playing um God, when was she playing? She was playing at the Masquerade. And I think she was in Purgatory. And the band we went to see was in Hell. And I had a friend of mine who was working there. And she okay. was like, she's like, you got to come in here and hear her. I was like, yes. okay. So she snuck me in for, you know, a couple of minutes in between oh, the nice. sets. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. She's amazing. <laughs> she is. She, we listened to Lights like the whole drive up. Here yeah, we did. Time. The very, new album. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Just dropped it. Very cool. Yeah. Um. You know, that segues into our next question. Uh, where do you find your influences? Where do you what do you find yourself listening to when you get inspiration for your songs? Oh yeah. That's such a great question. I feel like for each of us it's so over the place. For me especially, like I really love 
um, Paramore. I love Nirvana. I love a lot of like alternative rock that's like got very hard hitting lyrics, mm -hmm. but the music is so like melodically interesting and fun. Mm -hmm. um, and I draw a lot of inspiration from that. And then like Jory and Nick um, are more punk based. Mm -hmm. So that's where like we get a really fun mesh of everything that we do because I tend to be the more like pop and alternative side. And then Jory's really into like Ichika Nito and like Oliver Tree. Yeah, and then sure. Nick is really into like Bad Religion, No Effects. I should let like you just speak school. for yourself. Yeah. You're right here. No, I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a really cool mix for sure. I've got like, I feel like in a lot of my guitar work, I'm bringing in like some jazz influence and like mm. some, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, polyrhythms and all. And then, yeah, Nick's yeah. just got the heavy hardcore drums going on. And <laughs> nice. it's, uh, on paper, it doesn't seem like it would work, maybe, but I feel like it comes together. All Mental Fracture, Inception of Fear.
So uh, here's Blink. Yeah, that's me. I'm how, here all set. Hey. How long have you been playing? 
Um, gosh, I've been playing for like uh, 16 years now. Wow. Yeah, since I was very young. So, um, yeah, um, super fun. I love doing guitar for Ani. I've been like the front man for like my own bands and a couple other bands. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's really nice to not have to worry about singing. And I like just really delve into the guitar stuff. Yeah. And really enjoying it. Very cool, man. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought on no, that you're one. good. Yeah, Jory actually wears a lot of hats. Like, he also has been recording a lot of our bass because we're currently mm -hmm. looking for a bassist. Um, so he's been writing and recording the bass parts. He's been doing, like, on Blink, he does so many different layers of, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> of the guitars, like rhythm and some lead and some bass. And he's been helping me with, like, video editing and stuff for YouTube lately. So... Sweet. Yeah, totally. big shout out to Jory. <laughs> hey, thank you. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So you guys are just like on top of everything. Y'all are moving in a really good direction. Oh, so. thanks, man. Yeah, we're really trying. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, man. Just, just everything coming together. You guys, you know, you take 2020 out of the picture. Yes. It was, you know, it was what it was. But you're coming back stronger. You're doing what you got to do. And, I mean, the future's right there. Yeah, it's exciting. I honestly can't wait. Like, I feel like we haven't even, like, scratched the surface of, like, all mm. the stuff we're going to do coming up. Like, I'm so stoked to release an EP. I'm stoked to play some festivals. Like, um, there's a few artists we're going to be collaborating with, like um, Ricky Jab. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh -huh. Yeah, so he's um, actually on the Evanescence track that we just finished. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that one. Yeah, it's pretty that's, sick. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Um, so, you know, here's a question that um, that I've asked a lot of them. Do you feel like everything's moving to singles and away from EPs? Do you feel like that's kind of the where the music business is headed? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it is just because of, like, Spotify. Mm -hmm. Like, from an artist's perspective, it doesn't make as much sense to release an album anymore because Spotify only lets you pitch one song from that album yeah. so rather than releasing an album you could just focus on one song at a time and push it to its utmost before you release the next one um so like when i dropped the light no when i dropped the dark ep i just dropped the whole ep mm -hmm. and then i could only really push one song from it oh, wow. yeah so then for the light ep i was like we're not doing that again <laughs> i just dropped one song at a time <laughs> and then after they'd all dropped i was like this is the light ep that's awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, that's something I didn't know. I didn't know you could only push one song. That's mm -hmm. that's just crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can only cool. pitch one song from the EP to the Spotify editorial playlist. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's garbage. Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, and it's such yeah, it's such like an expensive process too to like make a whole EP or oh, like yeah. a whole album mm -hmm. and then yeah, just have like one or two singles that pop off from it. It's like I I definitely agree. I think uh, single or uh, sorry EPs and albums are are out. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, you can either spend three to 500 on a single and, like, really push it and get a lot of streams, or you can spend, like, I don't know, like a thousand, couple thousand on an album, and then half of those songs nobody even, <laughs> like, yeah. really checks out. God, it's almost going back to, like, the 90s when everything was, you know, about the radio single. Yeah, yeah. You know, you pushed that one. It was the safest one. It was mm -hmm. the one that everybody was going to hear, and then, you know what nobody's gonna pick up the album yeah totally yeah, yeah. that's crazy it's <laughs> god it, everything is 
um, yeah, everything's a loop. So yeah, yeah. everything comes back to. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That is something about the music industry. It's always changing, just mm-hmm. like year to year now. Yeah. Yeah, you constantly have to adapt and evolve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I did talk to one band, only one so far, who's actually given me the answer of no, we don't want to do any singles. We just want to drop a full album. And mm-hmm. there was like 20 songs. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow, yeah. Like, I mean, more power too, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you have a big enough fan base. Then, and you know they're all going to buy the album, then yeah, it can yeah. be totally mm-hmm. worth it. But yeah, when you're pitching to playlists and stuff, which is so much the name of the game now, you can only do one at a time. So mm. it's kind of like, why? That's yeah. so weird, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel like there are places where like it makes sense to do an album or like a bigger project. But um, even then, like doing it the way how we did the light EP and stuff, still doing like a song at a time and then... Mm-hmm. afterwards kind of putting it all together yeah yeah because then each song gets a music video it gets a lyric video mm-hmm. it gets its own hype you know oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like that i like mm-hmm. that I, I, I love the i love the business side of that you know keep everybody's attention because we really are a society where we have major add oh yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i i know i personally definitely because <laughs> i mean you think about it, this album drops it goes to the charts Everybody listens to a couple of songs, whatever gets radio play. Mm-hmm. They check out the album a week later. It's like, yeah, what yeah. happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ACDC. That's that's my band. That's I grew up with ACDC. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. you know the ones that really got me into metal and rock. Period. Nice. And even their stuff. Yeah, I'm excited the day it drops. I will rock that CD for at least two weeks, and then yeah. I'm like, okay. On to the next thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no, sure. all their songs sound the same anyway. So. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that as well, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, it'll be like, I'm super into the singles as they're coming out, and then the album comes out. I listen through it like one time, maybe, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. Yeah. There's something else cool <laughs> catching oh, my sure. attention. For yep. sure. And, and that's something that, like, I follow a couple of different, you know, podcasts on music business and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys on there was pushing super hard. He's like, no, actually, like, streaming is great and it is the answer. Because think about, you know, people buy a CD from you, spend $10 one time, that's it. They don't yep. engage with you ever again. Versus, yep. like, streaming, if they're listening consistently, like, monthly and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, then you actually like are continually getting more support from them and getting attention from them and like getting those streams and stuff. So, you know, like that's, that's so much of it too now. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What is the breakdown now? Like a hundred thousand streams gets you five cents. Yeah. Something. Oh yeah. It's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to think about Spotify almost like as like your storefront to like get people in the door. Uh And then the doorway is like your band camp and like (laughs) your merch. Like, yeah. (laughs) sure by the way we have t-shirts yeah we have a patreon (laughs) go check it out (laughs) i think yeah i think there's a lot to to complain about but i also don't want to be all like cynical and like back in my day i feel like there's yeah right it's kind of it's kind of good too like i feel like as creatives it it definitely pushes you to uh, always be working on the next thing and like pushing yourself creatively like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think it's all bad yeah I would agree for sure. Like, especially now the approach we're kind of taking is like, we drop something on Spotify, push it super hard. And then it's like, Hey guys, if you want to be part of the Patreon, you'll hear the songs before they're released. You Mm -hmm. help us pick which song comes next. You get 
Like, if we play a show and I only post one or two pictures from the show to social media, like, my Patreon gets the entire album of photos. And, like, they get live streams that nobody else gets access to. So I think now it's so much of, like, creating that community of people who are, like, part of the process now. And it's super fun. (laughs) I'm like, why didn't we do this sooner? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? I want to ask you this, and I'm going to come back to this one. But... Mm -hmm. um, what is your process? What is your process when it comes to writing or just laying the track down? Do you guys have a distinct, hey, we're going to do it this way, or is it just kind of go? So usually what happens, just because, like, Ani Kaizen started as just me by myself, and then I brought on Jory and Nick to help me record a couple songs, but then we have such good chemistry, and I love just being around them and making music with them that I was like, mm-hmm. what if we're, like, a band, you know, (laughs) like you guys are on all the projects and play all the shows. Um, so in the past it's been like, I have a list of completed songs that I show to them and they kind of write their own parts to it. And that's how that goes. But now we're starting to explore, like Jory is, has written the next single never coming back and we're going to start collaborating more and co-writing things. Um, so we're really excited about that. But usually, like, I will write a song, make a demo, show it to the band, send it to our producer, and he'll be like, yeah, this is sick. This should be the next one. Or he'll be like, it might be better to do this other one first, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really fun collaborative process. Very cool. No tin gods. I walk alone.
anything when you go into studio? Do you have any methods where you're like, all right, I've got to focus and this is how I'm going to do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing these stories. <laughs> Definitely. So like for me, when I go into the studio, first of all, I have to have my big gallon jug of water, right? To make sure I'm staying hydrated. Um, I've got to have throat coat tea. I've got to go through all my vocal warmups. Um, and mindset is like so big for me. Like I, if I'm starting to feel like I'm getting in my head too much, go outside or like close my eyes. Like I have to feel immersed. Um, and this past time we recorded, it was all like in the corner of my bedroom because the studio had been shut down due to COVID. Mm. So like our recording engineer and producer came to us and was like, we're all in the corner of my bedroom, which is sound treated for me to like record vocals to send to people. So like, it still kind of worked, but I just remember like I was knocking out some vocals and Nick and Jory are like chilling on my bed, like <laughs> playing video games, eating ramen. Like. <laughs> yeah. Just let her do her thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I totally feel that. I feel like um, another big thing is just like making sure we're practicing, making sure we're all really tight on the um, on the songs and stuff. I feel like especially when you're paying for studio time, oh, that's God, yeah. <laughs> very important. But it was really cool. Uh, these last songs we recorded um, at Lagrange College. Um, yeah, they just offered to have us and like let some of the students come in and and check out our process and stuff. But um, I feel like that was such an awesome experience. We could really like gave us a lot of space to just play around and try different things. And yeah, yes. totally. That was sick because that's my alma mater. Like when I was there, I made an album just because they had all these recording studios that I could use anytime. Yeah. So I was like, why not? Um, <laughs> So they invited us back and they were like, hey, you want to use our big, beautiful recording studio and just like our students can come hang out and they get access to your project files. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like That would be amazing. So is it mixed like the teacher? Is he full mix guy or is he like? So there's uh, Mitch Turner, who's the head of the music department who booked Mm -hmm. us. And then there's one of my mentors, Paul Hammock, who like taught me audio engineering. And he was there like running the whole session, you know, checking levels, giving us feedback, um, which was super helpful. And I think they're planning to have the students make their own mixes and probably do some of their mixes. We're going to do our own mixes, but I'm really excited to hear like Mm -hmm. what they come up with, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you talk about hands-on. Yeah, yeah. See, we, I, we never had stuff like that. Like, mm. it just it the technology a wasn't there. Yeah. You know, reel to reels back then. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories, and I'm like, that sounds so maddening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there was no. Oh, stop it here. Cut it there. Yeah. <laughs> Change that piece over there. <laughs> oh God, Grandpa, come on yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, it is what it is. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but that is really cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. What's the, um, what's the campus like? What is LaGrange campus like? I, I don't think I've ever actually been on that campus. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's beautiful, first of all. Um, the main campus is, like, up at the top of the hill. So, like, they call it the hill. And then there's this bridge across. And when you go down there, there's this nice nature walking trail to the music department. Oh, that's and cool. And it's right across from the art building. And there's, like, a creek. Like, it's very picturesque. <laughs> and I'm so jealous because, like, they didn't have the current music department when I went there. We mm-hmm. were, like... <laughs> 
sharing a building with the athletes. So uh, like we would be trying to record and someone's like playing basketball on the other side of the wall. So it gives that great ambient sound <laughs> yeah, in the background. Exactly. Hey, I know that sound. <laughs> So, like, the new building is epic because yeah. it's sound-treated. They have, like, ten different studios in there. They've got a giant studio we were in where you can fit, like, a whole orchestra. Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. I would definitely recommend going and checking out. Oh, actually, if you're ever in LaGrange, like, let us know, and we'll hook you up. I'm yeah, in LaGrange, actually, awesome. a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I might hit you up. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> definitely. Um, so far, the the biggest, one of the nicer campuses I've been to, We I'm an ATM tech well, okay. as my day job. And mm-hmm. uh, we do a couple of festivals over in Gwinnett. Okay. And over at the Gwinnett College. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. man, it's freaking just, it's it's man, gorgeous. Never been over there. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. I mean, the rolling hills, the, the whole thing. I was like, oh, man, this is nice. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, backing up to you know, everybody's moving away from CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going to streaming. Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about like a flash drive of music? I have thought a lot about it. I I think what I'm planning to do is do I'm gonna make like a vocal pack mm-hmm. for people, um, full of just like different vocal samples. I'm gonna include some unreleased stuff, some like acoustic versions of stuff and also like the stems to some songs because Mm. I was kind of surprised. There's like actually a really big market of people who just want your stems to practice mixing and do remixes and upload to SoundCloud. Like in the past year Mm -hmm. I've released the stems for center and I've already had like four or five different remixes done with it where people are like, they just want to do it for fun. Um, and one of them was so good that we released it as like the official remix. So really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's been some great stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny. Uh, I was just, you're making me think of like the Kanye West, like stem player thing that he released. Like maybe oh. that's, maybe that's the future. Of I haven't even checked that out. Listening to music. Hmm. Now it, I got it. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> now, the reason I was asking is um, I was actually kind of sort of partnered with this, um, like it was called a music card that is just a, it's like a backstage pass, oh. a little lanyard goes around your neck it's a little square about the size of a credit card and it flips out you plug it into your computer and it's got you know backstage pictures it's got the cd it's got you know a couple music videos depending on what size you buy and i was like man that's so cool well they're actually transitioning now into a um the the same design but it doesn't flip out it's just a qr code you Mm. scan it and you get all that on your phone i'm like that is really cool Yeah, that, is cool. that sounds awesome. I got to check that out. Because, like, mm-hmm. I had heard of the flash drive, mm-hmm. um, you know, artists. Like, this one artist, like, made a little, like, skateboard out of the flash drive. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> like, are super really cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea a lot. Probably cheaper, too, than, than printing CDs, I would imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you know, with all the software stuff now, you've got software protection where if you don't want anybody to be able to even take them off there, oh, you can yeah. load all that up. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. That would help a lot with people like ripping the song. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stealing all the music and putting it on their phone. And right. I'm not like... going to talk about mine. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. I support. I support. But yeah. there, you know, there are certain ones that I'm like, you know what? It sounds good, but I know it's going to get played in the ground. I'm not buying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel. I mean, yeah. Back in my day. Everybody would just like be sharing their iTunes libraries with yeah, each other. Exactly. Like, like, Napster. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about back in my day with my cassette my player. 
Wait, shh, DJ's gonna stop. Hit record. <laughs> totally. That's so sneaky. I love it. I know, right? Uh, one of my favorite ones, actually. I was waiting on a song when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. the DJ was like, We know everybody's out there waiting on this song, so we're gonna shut up. We're not gonna talk it up. We're just gonna hit play, and we're gonna tell you when to hit record. And I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he knows nice. what's up. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was like, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> It's like, I know what you guys are really wanting. That's right. I'm just going <laughs> to shut up and hit play. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So we're, um, first off, where can our fans find you on social media? Yeah. So we've got a pretty big social media presence now um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I do have a Twitch that I've streamed to like two or three times. I'm hoping to pick back up again in the next month or so. Um, and then Patreon. So we're a lot on a lot of like the bigger platforms. Um, I would say the ones most often updated are Twitter and Instagram um, and the Patreon. I'm My goal is to start posting the Patreon like every couple of days. Okay. Um, but yeah, usually Instagram. I'm usually like on there, pretty responsive to messages and stuff. It's it's Ani Kaizen, and there is a J in there. Yes, A N J I K A I Z E N. So many people are like Angie Kaizen. Like, well, <laughs> <It's just laughs> I can't fault them because they read it that yeah, way, right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, when you rebrand again. I <laughs> know <laughs> that took so much work. <laughs> oh God, I still have nightmares about trying to rebrand. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. We won't talk about that. We'll move right on into the next question. <laughs> no, that's uh, that. That is. Yeah, it's rough. It. Ugh. Yeah. I need to do it to this, and I'm just like, mm-mm, not mm, no. Yeah. No stereo sound records. Just look at that. You'll find us. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you guys have a great branding. So. We're trying to. Yeah. <laughs> We're definitely I think trying you've got to. It, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, do you have any advice for any up and coming artists? Oh yeah, totally. Um, I think the biggest piece of advice would be to like find a team of people who are just as passionate as you are. Um, so I think a lot of artists starting out, they're like, Oh, I have to DIY everything. And you know, it's all me, but you get so exhausted, so burnt out. Um, you really need other people around you who are going to remind you like why you started doing it in the first place and like pick you up when you start to feel that burnout and just like, pull creativity from and inspire each other like until I found Nick and Jory I was I was definitely approaching that place of like should I even keep doing music like I feel like I'm expending all my energy um on this and it and because I was it takes me so long to release things because I'm doing everything by myself you know but um I would say the biggest piece of advice is just like find some amazing passionate people to work with like whatever you got to do it can be online it's so easy to find people online nowadays yeah. <laughs> yeah just go to open mics go to shows you know um there's always people around to connect stormstress fall with you there's something about the way you look at me there's something about the way we laugh I tell myself, girl, you've been there before But I can't shake this feeling I have You reach out your hand Calling out from the other side 
with somebody yeah. you know because mm-hmm. you know i i guess you've run into it where it's just so hard to get you know my name it's just trying to get out there yeah and it's like hey you're struggling too what if we struggle together yeah <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> for sure. Tori, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I, I feel like um, I would just add, like, don't don't overthink it. I feel like that's the worst thing you can do as an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never going to be perfect. You got to just get your stuff out there if you ever want anything to happen with your music. Like, make totally. it good, but, like, don't overthink it. Yeah, and, like, even if you don't have the funding to, like, necessarily make it great yet, just mm-hmm. go ahead and throw it on Bandcamp, throw it on SoundCloud. People just, like, seeing you doing stuff, people will be drawn mm-hmm. to that. They'll be like, oh, this person is actually doing things. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what's what's been you guys' biggest challenge as a band? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> hitting us with the hard questions. I always say those for the end, you know. Yeah, that's good. It's good. I, w- I would say probably one of our biggest challenges lately has just been, um, I think, like, funding is is a is a big topic it's like kind of a scary topic a lot of people don't want to talk about right because they're like oh you know if you love the music you don't want to talk about the money but it is such a big thing you know like who's gonna pay (laughs) for the recording studio and like how are we gonna split responsibilities and um because all of our personalities like we connect and we work really well together so we've we haven't had any like big blow-ups or anything like that I think it's more just like a lot of artists neglect the business side and the contracts and all of that, but it's Mm. so important. Um, I don't know. Would you agree with that, Jory? Yeah, I would definitely agree. I would say like not even as much about the, the funding necessarily, like that is a big aspect of it too. But yeah, also just, I think you mentioned earlier, like just finding a team of people that like really have your back and are going to yeah. be like supporting what you're doing. And that's something we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out and get better with yeah, as well. People who are passionate for sure. Cause like, um, you don't want to just hire somebody who's just in it for the money either. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to find people who are like, I love this project and I really care about it. And like, we're going to strategize in a way that's going to benefit everybody involved, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a good balance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. where it's like, okay, listen, your passion is great, mm-hmm. but we also got to make a little bit of green stuff on the side yeah. to, to fund your passion. We don't want to bleed out, like <laughs> exactly. <Sad>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there are a lot of like talented people, you know. Um, so it's it's nice to like have a drummer who's like, I love this music, and you guys can practice in my drum space, and, like, I'm always upgrading equipment, and I think we're all kind of on that level of, like, I'm always trying to push myself to be my best and upgrading equipment, and, Mm -hmm. like, we're all kind of there together, so it's really nice. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I'll uh, I'll do the flip side of that question. What's your biggest accomplishment? Wow. (laughs) Um, I would say right now... Uh, there's probably two. Um, it was really cool to open for Royal and the Serpent at the Masquerade. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Um, really enjoyed that show. And the fans were so great. The crowd was so great. Like, Royal, uh, Ryan was, like, really sweet. The opening bands were awesome. It was great to connect with them. Um. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I Mm -hmm. don't know if that's our biggest accomplishment, but just, like, recently, that was so awesome. We made some great (laughs) friends at that show. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that was a great time. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, my friend Mario Andre, who owns uh, Black Lion Media, he loved uh, my song Titanic. So he put it in the credits of his indie film Crimson Tower. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and that 
film has literally traveled the world, like shown at indie film fast, like film festivals, like all across like Europe and like the Midwest. So I get people shazamming that song and I'm like, <laughs> what country will it be today? Like, that's so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> totally. That's yeah. awesome. That is a great one. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool guys. Um, last one. And I'll, uh, I'll let you guys, are you, do you want to do an acoustic? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Brought okay. The acoustic, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> Your three goals for 2020 or 20, yeah, whatever this year is. 2022. Yeah, what year is that? Yeah. We're in the roaring 20s. Know, right? <laughs> Your three goals for the next 12 months will make it easy. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay, so uh, three goals. One, release an EP. Um, two, get our Patreon to where I, ideally I would like to have like 20 to 30 supporters. That would be awesome. So like we have a legitimate like community of people to, mm-hmm. you know, interact with. We're at four right now and I appreciate those four people so, so, so yes. much. And I'm looking Thank forward you. to when there's more people for them to talk to you and connect with and for us to, you know, kind of work with creatively. Um, and then another goal, what would the third goal be? Uh, maybe YouTube partner program, <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> you know, um, Jory, any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think those are some great goals. <laughs> um, yeah i would say like yeah just trying to do more social media stuff mm-hmm. and yeah building our community more mm-hmm. yeah we want like, this to like be our full-time job you mm-hmm, know so mm-hmm. just building that to where like it's worth people's time to invest in us because we are doing it constantly so right. we have more to give back you know yeah. mm-hmm. my other goal is to quit my day job <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's all of our goals. Yeah, so. anyway. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah. we'll uh, we'll cut here. We'll come back after you do your okay. song, and let's go from there. Okay, cool. Well, hey, I want to say thank you so much for sitting in on the podcast with us. This was really fun and enjoyed having you in the studio. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for having us. This has been a great time. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to plug before I let you guys run away? Yeah, absolutely. So to any indie music artists out there if you need help with your social media your marketing um we own our own company called kaizen music studio you can take voice lessons you can take guitar lessons we do artist development coaching we're kind of just a one-stop shop um we love to work with other artists and musicians we can answer any questions you guys have help you with distribution so hit us up very cool. We'll tag that. Are you guys on Facebook? Yep, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We've got a website, www.kaizenmusicstudio.com. Um, yeah, and it's K-A-I-Z-E-N. So hit us up. Very cool. We'll tag that in the show. Thank you again. Sweet. Thanks, Wes. Wither, Decay, Cold Embrace.